Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Design Exchange with Danny Russo. And I have a special guest with me today. His name is none other than Mr. Barry Livingstone. And uh. <laughs> me and Barry have been friends for probably about three years now. And we actually met at a party in High Point, North Carolina. And I happened to be wearing this jacket that I call the pop art jacket. And Barry happened to find a chair that same day that had the exact same fabric on it. Yeah. And after that, we ended up becoming pretty much pretty really good friends. And That's we talk furious. all the time. Yeah. And we always run into each other on the road, whether we're in Texas or High Point or wherever we're at. But you have an extensive background and i don't want to divulge your age <laughs> yeah, but i know you're you come from london which i love the uk london's one of my favorite cities and you ended up in south beach where you had a store right yes and then you ended up in what i call the boo malibu yes, <laughs> yes. And now you've gotten so successful. Are you guys living full-time in um, Mexico? Yes, we're full-time in uh, San Jose del Cabo, which is a, um, a little billionaire enclave about 15 miles north of Cabo San Lucas. And uh, it's on the Sea of Cortez. And it's uh, quite the antithesis of, of, of what we did. But there's a lot of similarities to when I first lived in Miami Beach. When South, Before South Beach was South Beach, it was a little island community. So um, it's... It's kind of isolated because it's so far south. I mean, it's a thousand miles south of, of LA. And this, yeah. the only way to get there really is by plane, you know? I'm, I'm coming to visit. I need yeah, to come there. It. Miami Beach, South Beach is one of my favorite places. Um, I just love the Art Deco style there. The W Hotel used to be my favorite hotel. But from what I just recently heard, they actually closed during the pandemic and they're renovating the Delano Hotel. So they're probably taking away all of that um character that was put in by ian Traeger and philippe stark, stark. Yeah. yeah so but tell us i know you have an extensive background you've been on hdtv you've been on hgtv um you went to harvard you've gone to the american art institute of fort lauderdale That's did right. you go to high point university as well yeah, we, when I first started to uh, about three years out of school in the midnight, I graduated design school in 1990 in the good Lord's year, the Lord's year 1990, um, <laughs> moved straight away to Miami because that's where it was going on. It was an explosive of rebirth of, you know, what was what became South Beach, obviously. And then yeah. next thing I knew it was uh, we were going to open a shop uh, with one of my really good friends. We decided we'd open South Beach Design Group because that's what we called ourselves. And we were it was two of us and we used some friends that we worked with. And it was South Beach Design Group, which at the time when we incorporated in 1993, South Beach is better. I mean, Versace didn't come along till 96. So it was, you know, 95. 96 so we were very early yeah. pioneers should i say that um but that's that's what gave me my first taste of uh, of having a shop and experiencing you know what people, when they come in and you know experience your design it's a really lovely feeling sorry i had to turn my heater on because if i have my big heater on i get background noise and <laughs> you're, you're you're i'm sure it's like what 90 some degrees where you're at 
No, I'm actually in a hotel room in Mexico City. It's 65 oh. degrees outside and it's going to be 80 in the day. <laughs> well, we have about a foot of snow and it took Gosh. me 45 minutes to get to work, which typically takes me eight minutes. And our current temperature, which I'm trying to find right now, I feel like it's maybe 10 degrees. Oh, um, and we've been having, we had a major, 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 major snowstorm. Um, it's actually 20 degrees and it feels like nine degrees outside right now. So you're lucky. But tell me about the TV shows you've been on because we're both dabbling in the reality TV world and you actually did your own show, which you filmed during the pandemic. And I think you filmed it mostly on your own, right? That show where you had to compete against another designer. Oh, that um, was, that, you know what? That was filmed in the summer of 2019. So that was uh, on Bravo and it's called, yeah, that was on Bravo. Yeah. It's called Stream Wins. But uh, I've always been Bravo. on TV from the beginning. I mean, even in 1993 in Miami, uh, ASID had a channel, believe it or not. It was Channel 17. And they only went on two nights a week. But uh, I did call-in. They, they, they did call-ins because that was the so in the 90s. Uh, and there was call-ins and people used to call in. And I used to keep, you know, I used to keep people talking for hours on the phone and they loved it. They absolutely That's loved funny. it. But I want to address. I, I wanted to address the High Point University because we got segued um, when we realized we were opening the shop. Um, my my friend, my business partner's uh, father was our investor, and he said, "You know what? Because I really want you to go." We researched where how to how to how do you open a design shop? How do you open a showroom? And High Point University, uh, I don't know if it still has it, but they had a, a management program of how to manage and uh, a successful uh, furniture showroom. And it it's it was a almost a four week course. It was yeah. and it was great. I wonder if they still do that because that's needed. They they don't teach these kids a lot, like where to shop for furniture. They don't teach them about what goes on at market. And this podcast that we're doing now, it's geared toward younger designers. And we have uh, seasoned designers on, but we try to cover everything. And that's a great course to have. I don't think they offer that anymore. Well, Danny, but, they cover everything from understanding the market, where you're at, like what price points to be at, but also like logistics and freight and making yeah. sure you've got delivery so that yeah, you can deliver I, and store it. So it was very I, can, I can guarantee you they're not teaching that now because I've been seeing some of the students coming out and they're just like, oh, I thought this was just going to be fun and design. And you don't understand. I mean, 90% of our job is doing paperwork, tracking things, well, dealing with all that all the new stuff going on but um yeah that's so you, how long did you spend at high point University? well that you know that was a specific course it was just a summer course just, that they offered once a year and the interesting thing was that when there was people from babcock's babcock's furniture like there was just like you know Southern is that place Italian. still in business i remember babcock i have no idea but it was just so <laughs> weird because there was like you know there was like people in their 60s and 70s and there's me and chris who i think we were 25 and 26 at the time but it was really good because they had real life we were with everyone else was older than us and they all had they all had shops. They were all had shops. So we were just about to open ours. So for us, it was really great because we we were just taking notes. And, and of course, because everyone came from all over the country, there was no rivalry and there was no, you know, there was no like, you know, normally you wouldn't sit next to a competitor, so to speak. It's like you and me, like we can exchange you know, oh, Shopify and whatever. Back... We're completely different markets. And I, I just want nothing more, you know, than your success, obviously. You, so we're you... both in the same boat. 
yeah, you've been so encouraging to me and helpful in my whole career. I try to pass it down. But my God, the designers in the 90s and early 2000s, they don't want to talk to each other. It would like, even locally, the designers don't want to communicate and they don't want to have a sense of community. They like want to compete. And well, I will tell you, in the Miami Design District in the late 80s, which was very, very, very dangerous, it was like you literally had to have mace. And they used to, you used to have to honk your horn. It was like so ghetto. You would honk your horn and they would, and then somebody would press a gate so you could go into it. Um, and there was this designer called Roy Weisel that I wanted to work with because he was, he was a big, um, interior designer in Miami, but this was in 1986, 87. And it was very, very scary. And we literally, when other designers would see each other, there was a, on either side of 40th street, there's an alley in the back. And we said it was like alley cats. Like they would see each other be like. <laughs> is that the same, is it the same area of design districts in now? Isn't that the yes. Wynwood, Wynwood yeah, area? It's, it's gone Glamazon and it's gone into yeah. Art Basel's there and Wynwood, which was even more crack town, is now you know that she she. So this was we we lived through we lived through desperate times in the mid eighties. It was nice back then because we didn't you, designers didn't have the internet, so you actually had to go shopping and go to market, and you didn't have to worry about clients shopping you out or doing this and that. The designers could just say, "This is what you're getting, and this is how we're doing it." Now everybody has the internet, and they want this to look like this. And they don't realize a lot of those things, a lot of those pictures, sometimes they're renderings and don't exist. Sometimes a room could have been done by a high-end designer that isn't within the client's budget. So it's and very, also logistics, logistics, especially yeah. now, as you know, you've been talking about it on social media. I mean, uh, you know what you I mean, now our job now is not only do we have to come up with a fabulous design concept, it's a design concept that we know we can source within a three or four month, you know, hello. I mean, that's now, and everyone, like we just found out we ordered these fabulous Kenneth Kavankwe lights that are like two thousand dollars of these big it's the cloud and we ordered two of them and we didn't realize until like you know we're, we're expecting the delivery uh either today or next friday because we get deliveries every week and but you what? never they know get, well they only sent one not two the other one's on a slow boat from china so they're gonna have to wait another you know and it's like and, and but thank god people know because it is in the yeah. news and, and we can we can uh, as a designers and purchasers which are two separate things but where where it's the same office so it has our name over it right but as designers and purchasers and specifiers we can only be really just this total transparency it's like listen we're we're middlemen we're just buying it and we've got to deal with deal with whatever um yeah there are a lot of my clients have been really good about it. I'm actually looking on your website right now. And if anybody wants to know about it, it's House of Barry, H-O-U-S-E-O-F-B-A-R-R-I. And I'm looking at the cloud. B-A-R-R-I-E. B-A-R-R-I-E. I'm sorry. But you, I love all of your, I love all the stuff on here. You have some great sofas. Um, make sure if you are going to this website, don't make the mistake that I did before we talked. Um, make sure you scroll to the bottom um and change the dollar amount from um you have it what do you have it listed you and pay from pesos to dollars because i bought up you know Danny, we're using shopify so some people in america get it in dollars straight away and we don't know some people i don't know what it is but some people it just comes up as being in mexico i looked at a sofa and i'm like my god barry you're charging one hundred and ten thousand dollars for this sofa (laughs) and then i was in the wrong thing and i'm like He's like, no, click this. And I'm like, okay, got it. But you have a lot of great stuff on here. So how did this store seem like it came out of nowhere? 
I just remember the other day, it feels like just yesterday, me and you were sitting on a, we had our own limo bus at Dallas yeah. Market. Um, and you would, were mentioning the store. And the next thing I know, you're like, okay, grand opening, here's the store. <laughs> it happened very fast. And I've been trying to work, do a store for the last five years and I just can't find the right space to do it in. How did you end up well, finding it, it, it for, you know i mean i am married to the most amazing human being and if it wasn't for my partner my life partner and my husband alex um he is a he is a a chartered account he's an accountant by trade so oh. you know, that's the worst thing we dread as designers is <laughs> yep. accounting yeah i mean yeah. And, and it, and it, that has to be done but uh we had decided during the pandemic i mean i think that what happened was everybody had a reset you know we we've all had a reset and especially the first three to four months where we were all we thought we were going to get the plague and die and i thought they were going to start painting red crosses on doors like they did in plague in london you know i mean yeah. it was horrible because we and, and we actually i remember we were walking and if somebody was walking the dog we would everybody would walk around each other like into the street or cross over the other side like like we were all lepers so yeah what we did was we binge watched like everybody else and what did we binge watch HGTV Mexico and everyone's moving to oh my god and it's all these gay couples moving here and it's these fabulous couples moving there and I think that in our head and then we started watching YouTube because Alex is from the Philippines and yeah you know the 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 political climate and what's going on in the states right now it's not you know you try and shed yourself from it but you can't whatever side you're on or whatever you're doing it, it's it's just it's unavoidable it's this unavoidable noise and it and it and you can't so we wanted out we wanted our a foot out the door of the states and at first we were thinking the philippines but it's it's a 15 hour flight you know it's very disconnected and the yeah. umbilical cord between life in the states and there i mean living in mexico it's two hours hours to LA it's two and a half hours to Dallas uh, there isn't a is the real estate is the real estate cheaper down there um like, it, in somewhat but no somewhat but no I mean you, you know something I mean with I, I have listen I have a thwarted perception of reality because you know I'm a, I am a, a California realtor with Southern I know Florida. that's a that's what they sell 10 million, 20 million dollar houses yeah yeah, you're a California realtor. I have the same background as I went to real estate school, but I never got licensed because I really I didn't like the sales portion of it. But I remember what they taught us in real estate school is that in California, California is a totally different breed for real estate, same as Florida, because in California, the houses are so expensive, you really never own your home. Is that true still? Like um, no, no, a lot of people are paying cash. I don't listen. The, you have to understand that when so in 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 nice places to live and in nice cities to live. Think about it. Like so, let's say the top one percent or the top three percent. But I didn't. I just found out recently that the top one percent is really people making over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. So I didn't yeah. really realize that until I was seeing it on TV somewhere. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. I, I never thought of I never thought of us as being the top one percent. I mean, it's, you just don't think of it because you just don't. But uh, but then there's that top one percent of the one percent, which are the billionaires. You that's know? who we work. Yeah, that's and who that's, hires and us. And where do you, where do people with a large amount of wealth typically like to live in a place where it's easy to live? So usually climate. It, it's going to be warm, it's going to be relaxing, and it's going to be carefree. Well, of 
all the states in the union, you know, the West Coast is the most carefree of the states. And if you want the great outdoors and you want to, you know, I mean, that's why California has become so popular because it's, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, um, it is all the things that, I mean, listen, we, I, listen, I was in deep depression for three months when I left LA. I mean, I love California. It's, I mean, it's the best. I think you've always you've always world. told me that. I know. I was I, I was I was a little bit jaded by LA. <laughs> um, but you I were feel like remember remember at the end of of, of the Devil Wears Prada, and I know that you love that. Um, remember she turned she turns on Hathaway and she said, "F darling." Everyone everybody wants, to, wants to be us and, and that's a horrible thing to say but the reality is is because everyone looks at la on tv that it's just it makes you happy it's the city of angels it's yeah. sunshiny palm trees i mean it's a it's almost like a state of mind california is a state of mind and there's a song about that i think i'm in a new york state of mind that's no, a new york that's right new york <laughs> but yeah so tell so you got into the store and you how how many square feet is the store we it's just about 1700 square feet and it's got 16 foot ceilings and we have it's all windows at the front and at the back we have this fabulous big window that faces the sea of cortez and palmia we're we're, we're part of the one and only hotel group is is right in the middle of palmia and palmia oh, cool. the very high end there's like about six different golf courses around where we are and it's uh it's very much a country club community but it's for people who are second and third homes uh, extreme, extreme, extreme wealth, like the really the top 1% of the 1%. And every time we land at the airport and anytime you go to Cabo airport, people in the know will count the jets at the end. And there are, um, there were times when they, they can only fit about 70 jets at the airport at the end. And there were many times where I can, I've got pictures, you can see 55 jets and we're talking Gulfstream sixes, Gulfstream fives. These are $65 million planes. And these are privately owned planes that sit there. And now there's a new company called Aero, which you would love. Aero, check it out. They've got these chocolate black planes. It's a Gulfstream five. I've, heard, I've, seen, I've already heard of them. I and, noticed. And, I noticed. Yeah, it's $5,000 one way. Um, it, you know, it seats 20 people, but there you can just literally book the night before. Yeah. And it's on. So I mean that's the kind of that's the kind of um, but it, there's it, there's a very high high um, there's a very high vibrational level of human being that is there and we're high aff affluent high affluenza high aff well, yeah, high, I mean, highly affluent. No, yes, and the highly affluent people. When you've got that certain amount of money, and you're you're you get to think about life and and how you want to live it, uh, it's it's wonderful to be around because there's the worries are different, and for the most part, the people have been really, really, really very, very nice, very warm and open, and they just you know they want to they appreciate that we've opened because in Mexico most of the things are not as modern or contemporary, and they're not as the design is just not. Uh, even though the Mexican architects are incredible and there's some amazing interior designers that are Mexican, but for some reason on a retail level, like you can, when we started looking at what was available, it's like depressing. It's not, and I don't know why, because the talent is here, you know, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm going through your website now and everything that I'm looking at is very affordable. And it's all regular retail price. Yeah. Jonathan Adler, I mean, Michael Ram. Um, I've got some of my own designs. Uh, like, I'm sure you have, Danny, like the certain tables and um, bookcases. There's certain things yeah. that you de design and like you're, you always like to put into a place because it, it looks good and you can change the finish or the height, right? So it's been a pleasure for me to actually put some of those things on the floor and, and have you people buy them. And they've, you know, maybe something I designed 15 years ago and it's, it's, <laughs> it's, still, it's still relevant. Yeah, you have some great coffee table books on here, great candles. 
great chairs. Um, yeah, the occasional chairs and occasional chairs are really occasional chairs, candles, um, art, you know, art, I mean, that, all things that can be to go items that you can fit in the car, you know? Yeah. And that's great. Um, are you, so how's your traffic down there? You've been open for what? At least six months now, right? We're entering into we are October, November, December, January, February. So we're entering into our fifth month. It's um, it, it's just phenomenal. We're very very pleased. Um, we've we've received a few commissions to do really nice interior design work. Um, where and we've met amazing contractors. I'm working with two different architects and two different um, contracting companies, and the clients are just. Uh, it was really weird. But this one particular client bought a house on the beach, and it, it's it, it's just so beautiful. But it they they staged it like really cheaply like it looks like um, i hate when i see that yeah it was just all very inexpensive white and gray with chrome like you don't you cannot do chrome i saw a two million three million dollar penthouse and they staged it with things from the thrift store and i'm like you have all this beautiful wallpaper marble floors and then you stage this house literally from the thrift store so and... my client, but my, my client hired me. And when, so I do, when I do a design concept, Danny, like I, I, it takes, cause you only get four or five images to put on a PowerPoint. Right. Right. But right. It takes hours to find the right one. And I'm the best Googler in the world when it comes to finding images. I know so, it's called, you're, you're a good sorcerer. That's what I call it. Exactly. Sor- but you know, sorcery. <laughs> you know, they say a picture is a thousand words and you know, yes. it's redesigned it present, you know, uh, you know, that saying, uh, I, I call it presentation is nine tenths of the law because it's everything the way it's presented. Yeah, you know. So what? So what happened was when when I sent it to them, it was right before Christmas. Him and his daughter, they he, they were there was like radio silence for the first day, and then the net, I thought, oh my god, they, they don't like it because you know you're always doubting yourself, kind of thing. Yeah, and then I, he, I'm he, glad he, you say that because we all go through that. Well, we oh, had we, a Zoom. We had a Zoom, and they were blown away. He said, "He said we thought you were just." He goes, "We knew you were good." He goes, "But we thought you were just going to show us like fabulous furniture and great lights and you know like fabrics and everything." He goes, "We didn't realize that all the like like these walls were in the wrong place, and we had to have a toilet upstairs." Like <laughs> all yeah. the things that I just suggested. Like because I walk in the house and I, I I used to say I see dead people. Like you see the things <laughs> that are wrong. I'm sure you walk into a house and it's like, well, it's this beautiful. Uh, you walk in, you're overlooking the ocean, massive living room, and the master bedroom upstairs but there's no toilet upstairs but there's a washer and a dryer i know I know. Exactly. The there's a washer and the dryer on the other side of uh, in the closet so i was like oh my god i spoke to the contractor i said can we do a little powder room right here and you don't even notice it it's a sliver of a but it's great because when you're upstairs now you don't have to go into his bedroom or downstairs so um yeah i mean it's it, yeah. so we, we, we're enjoying it and we've been received very well let's just say that and you're also a published author we forgot to even bring that up Yes, um, I realized when I became a realtor about 10 years ago at Sotheby's, I realized that the real I would go to the open houses and I'm I'm like and I'm like, oh my god, that's a that's a nine thousand dollar wired chandelier. Those are eighteen hundred dollar dining chairs. Do you realize <laughs> this is what this is Calcutta gold on the I mean who puts a nine thousand dollar slab of Calcutta gold on a on a on a on a in a kitchen well it's kitchen used obviously but so but all the realtors i realized that the realtors were like how do you know this barry so i started writing the book and it's called interior design tips every realtor should know but doesn't so a little joan rivers kitschy but it's my 68 tips on the things that that like why do i walk into a very high-end home and there's sometimes there can be two or three different types of doorknobs and then there's oh, that drives me crazy. Of lighting fixtures, or even worse, 
$5 million house with, there's only three lights on the front of a house usually, right outside the front door and outside of the garage, right? So are you yeah. telling me you've got, you've got $20, $20 fixtures from Home Depot that have cobwebs in them, and this is a $5 million house, but that's normal in Los Angeles. And it's like, I'm trying to educate, like, I think if the house is $5 million, if you spend $500 or $700 on two outrageous fixtures on either side of the garage, you're establishing presence. So in Beverly yeah, Hills- that's your curb appeal. Uh, in Beverly Hills, that happens, and in some of the nicer areas. But you'd be surprised how many, um, how many, ha- how many homes just are not presented in the best light. So I, that that was my goal with the book was to literally not not just for realtors, but everyone who's got a house, make yeah. them think about things. You know. Now, is that is that book available on houseandberry.com? Uh, if you go to Amazon.com, uh, just put Barry Livingstone in, spelt right, okay. B-A-R-R-I-E, Barry Livingstone, and it's just it. Uh, yeah, they. I think it takes four days. They they print them to order, which is great. And then oh, you have this little Amazon, what's it called, Kindle loyalty program. Yeah, there's a pitching at the end. You know, as Kelly Kelly Ellis, we love you if you're listening. Uh, Kelly Ellis called it mailbox money, and it's mailbox mailbox. I love <laughs> mailbox money. <laughs> I love Kelly. Um, we're getting ready. We have Cabus next week. And then I think, are you going to High Point? High Point's early this year. Yes, April 2nd. yes. I've been, I've been working with the most beautiful Serena Martin, who we all love and adore. And she's yeah, yeah, yeah. now. So we're, we're, I'm going to do something with, um, with, I believe with Jason, we're going to do, uh, you know, like bringing luxury overseas because the challenges of, of, of bringing luxury overseas. Let me know. Luxury. I haven't booked anything yet. Let me know where you're staying and we can get an Airbnb or something. Um, yes, because I, I, I have anything. a problem with Airbnbs in North Carolina. Because one time, years and years ago, before all the internet and everything, they they the high point used to they used to put people in people's homes and they would organize it through IHFC, right? Yeah. And I walked into this apartment and all of a sudden my throat started to close up, and I never realized I had such a big allergy to cats. So I, I said, "This." I'm the same way. There. So we couldn't stay anywhere. So I opened the windows in the bedroom and, and I, I started, we had to call 911 because my throat was closing up. And then I called the woman and I said, w- w- is there any place we else we can go? And you know what she said? Oh, I wish you'd have told me because I left my cat in the closet. She had locked, okay, so it had bifold doors on the closet. So the cat was literally five feet from me, three feet from me in the closet. She'd locked the cat in the closet with the food and the kitty litter for, for the weekend. Oh my God. I should have called the. I've the, had every time. I, every time I go to High Point, I have some strange experience. One time we were in a hotel and there was a rock concert going on under my room, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, then I called the front desk and I'm like, "Why is there some sort of concert going on downstairs?" And they go, "Oh, that's Donny Osmond. He's performing for the Hall of Fame." I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" And then the time after that, we stayed in an Airbnb, and that was. And that year, um, High Point got hit by a tornado and I got stuck oh, in the left bank that, showroom. Yeah. And then the year, next year, High Point got hit by a freaking hurricane and we barely had power and ugh, it's never a dull moment at High Point. Well, no, I mean, basically you've got a small sleepy town that has maybe 60 or 70,000 people in it, if that. And then yeah. once a year it has, it has 200,000 people descend on it. So it's just all over. Yeah. All those things that, you know, I mean, they, they're used to it, obviously, and they love it, but it's all these, anything that can go wrong will, yeah. Kind yeah. Of will. Well, I'm excited. Um, mention it to Serena, but yeah, I'll do, I want to see you and we'll plan something, but me and Heather are coming down for that. 
and I think I'm bringing Gary. So he, no, my my team doesn't understand what happens at High Point. Um, Hayden calls it the underground furniture market because he just knows that we go to this weird city and everybody's there, but nobody knows where it's at. And he goes, there's all this furniture that nobody knows about. Well, um, it's, it should be called High Point, the underbelly. Um, <laughs> remember that show on, maybe underbelly. No, yeah, yeah. Like, and people like, because Alex is like, how, why, you know, they, a lot of people don't understand the importance of these trade shows. And no. it's the importance of every trade show, whether you're a drug rep and you sell fake tits or what, you know, I don't know why I thought of that. I thought of one of my girlfriends, who, you know, who sells those. I mean, if it's, not the, if it's not us there being gay, everybody that, I don't want to say everybody, but most of the women there are all blonde and they do have fake tits. So they would do, we were the last market we were at, we were upstairs and they had a cosmetic surgery booth literally set up because designers were all pretty much narcissistic. And they got the facial there. They had, they were, they were <laughs> serums under the eye. They, I know it was the, it was the craziest thing. It was in market, in market. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, well, you know, so, I mean, so the, getting back to the importance of these trade shows, everybody, is that we we all you all get together with uh, everyone who does the same thing that you do and you share information. And it's key. It's the I've noticed it's the same with realtors. Whenever there's two or three realtors in a room, there'll be a deal that happens because, oh, I didn't know that you've got something off market, blah, blah, blah. And it's like yeah. it's it's a cross references of information and also you learn so much from everybody too you learn so much from people the furniture. I mean, walking into uttermost or walking into pal you walk into palachek and have it's like a, you ejaculate when you walk i, I do at least <laughs> in palachek I mean, it takes a lot for me to do that over furniture but God. i mean it's so gorgeous i mean to see everything especially in things that you like like palachek has got the most i mean it's just it's divine and now they've got these new lighting fixtures that are like little did you see it's like round and it's got straw coming out of the top and it like and it comes in black and I'm like I'm just looking at it and I have to I literally have to take it in for a moment and and it's moments like that Daniel Russo yeah why we're I know because we live and breathe beautiful things we need to we do and I can't wait to see you thank you so much for coming on today um again everybody make sure you visit the house of Barry h-o-u-s-e-o-f-b-a-r-r-i-e.com and check out his amazing stuff and download his book on Amazon. 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 Can't talk today. But I'm going to call you soon. Thank you so much for coming on the Design Welcome. Exchange. Do Thank you have you an Instagram? You you enjoyed it. Thank you. What's your Instagram so people can follow your work? Oh, it's either Bar it's Barry Livingstone Designer or House of Barry. Yeah, and Livingstone L I L I V I N G. S T L N E. I still have you saved in my phone as the wrong thing. I just have you as very Livingston. And I don't know why I have it like that, but I have to fix it. But thank you so much. And we are going to have you back on here soon. And I cannot wait to see you in April. Yes, I look forward to it too. Happy New Year, everyone. Have a wonderful 2022. Yes, thank you. Happy New Year to you. I can't wait. I'm coming to Cabo or wherever you are in Mexico to warm up. I will. All right. Love you guys. Bye.